Well, I'm just so glad everyone can make it to the table today. If we could join hands for a moment before we record. Podcast Demon, we thank you for this bounty of recording equipment, mics, headphones, woofers, and tweeters. <laughs> we pray you watch over our subscribers, as well as our Twitter and Instagram followers. Podcast Demon, we also ask that you bless First Issue Club, the weekly comic book podcast where we discuss the most hype number one issues each week and aid you through the muddy and murky waters of the comic book landscape and evil podcast demon. We ask that you guide us through this special episode of First Issue Club. Amen. You guys, this week, it truly is a special episode of FIC. Uh, we've got a new issue out on Marvel, Avengers number one, their biggest showcase comic book. And I, I f- never thought they'd have a number one. I'm so full in my heart because of this bounty of Avengers. And we've also got this blessing from Image Comics, Death or Glory number one. A little thing about us is that we are blessed and most of us will be going to heaven. Or at least we have mortal sins. Some of us have mortal sins on our souls. We were all raised Good little Catholics. All confirmed. All confirmed. It's yes. true. Yep. Yep. We all have. I can s- confirm that. Saint middle names, and because of that, let's take them to confession. So, who's in the club today, and what's a little sinny sin sin that you've done recently that you want to broadcast to the whole entire world? Of course, I'm Mike DeStacy. The <laughs> other week, I, I left work early because I wasn't feeling well, and I shit my pants <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> That's not a sin. I've soiled myself. <laughs> I'm f- filthy. <laughs> what he did to those pants was a sin. The, <laughs> the sin and is I, that he never and cleaned them. And he I, just left them in his And car. I lied about the details of having soiled myself. <laughs> it is, of course, a sin. Um, this is uh, Greg Lichtai, brothers and sisters. And um, typically every morning I have uh, three scrambled eggs. Uh, unfortunately... This particular morning, we only had two scrambled eggs, but recently a robin had taken up residency <gasps> on our porch, and um, no. after I had checked to make sure that the bird wasn't there, there was in fact eggs in the nest, so I took one of her eggs and um, scrambled it up, oh and I, re- I replaced it uh, with um, a, a golf ball I, I painted <laughs> light blue, and... Um, you're a fucking monster. <laughs> I looked at Caitlin and, and she just goes, I hope to God he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the best scrambled egg. It was a little crunchier than the rest, but, mm-hmm. um, you know. <laughs> it was fertilized. <laughs> I saw it on an episode of Bear Grylls and I thought, I'm an outdoorsman. Oh, God. Um, I am Sarah Rindo and Stimpy. Are we just doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're still, still doing nicknames. Doing yeah, yeah. Um, and the worst thing I did happened this morning when I went on when I went out on like a nice leisurely morning walk, and um, I stepped immediately onto a snail shell and just cracked that mother effing the bits. <laughs> um, I did throw him or her um, to the side of the them. sidewalk. Them, maybe he could have. F- Found or she could have found another snail house. I don't know, uh, but also known as shells. Dead. <laughs> it's probably a sin to share su- shells. That's no, true. Well, if you're not married, mm. yeah, exactly. Mm. Can snails live without shells? Aren't snails just slugs without their shells? Don't know. Don't See, that's, that's what true. I'm. I I can't confirm nor confirm. You can't confirm that we're all confirmed, but I can confirm that I am confirmed. Ooh, we're all confirmed. I, when I was a little kid, I picked up a snail on the sidewalk and I put it in 
our family's fish tank. And a week later, there were like 40 snails <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa. in the tank. Was there water in it? Mama gave birth, yeah. Was it in a... Oh, whoa. Yep. Okay. They all had backs? They, they all did, did, had backs. Did, did they all, AKA shells. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> no. Thank you, Greg. So They didn't bird their own shells? No, they didn't bird their own shells. Mystery solved. Or at least not immediately. Where no, mystery snails not solved. get the shells? That's such a good fucking point. Right. This isn't like a Sam's Club situation. Where they're going and they we probably li- we, make them. We live in goddamn Missouri. I don't see shells anywhere. They probably start to like secrete a protein that builds the shell. So says I. I used to be a nurse. <laughs> when Bill Nye get here, yeah, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, Bill Nye's awesome. He is he dead? No, that's a. No. I'll take it as a. Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Carl Sagan, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> no, Albert I follow Einstein. him very closely on Instagram. <laughs> this is Budget King. Across from my house, there's going to be built. A spray park, which is a lovely thing, but there's somebody in my neighborhood association who is, their whole life is sullied because of this. They're so angry. I'm not mean on public uh, social media. I don't troll people, but I got my friend did to do that, and he keeps on saying, my guy. (laughs) You got Trump vibes, my guy? To him just over and over again. I don't even I don't I don't know why I'm asking for forgiveness. I don't feel bad about this. This is it's the best part of my day. I literally go to his Instagram feed every day just to see if he's gonna admit that he's getting trolled. <laughs> In the name of the Almighty been- Podcast Demon, let's get this podcast started. <laughs> First up, we got Death or Glory, number one, out on Image, by Rick Remender and Bengal. So, in Death or Glory, we got a modern-day Western. So, in this comic book, we have a rogue man who is frosting people, yo. He's Mr. Freeze, and he's freezing up burger joints. He's freezing up people. He's on a crime spree. He's like no country with old, for old men without the little cow thing that's shooting you in the face, and it's freeze time. Well Every- put. <laughs> <laughs> you know what time it is? <laughs> freeze time. It's freeze time. He, if you were wondering about the tone of this comic, he does not say it's freeze time. <laughs> Should he? Yes. Everybody freeze. He does order a lot of hamburgers, 143. Yeah, that is never yeah. acceptable. No, it's never, like, talked about again. Why did he even want yeah, them? Yeah, I want to know why he wanted Who's so many hamburgers. burgers, baby? I think it was just a reason for him to freeze people. Or is yeah. it all those people in the back of the truck that we see at the end? Oh! Boom, 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 You boom. nailed it. Because they're eating burgers. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, back to this comic book. <laughs> hey, we're going to get there, Sarah. Chill we out. Will. We will get there. <laughs> or Yeah, we were on the comic book. Um, anyway, her lover... Red, I do know his name. Nope. Not her lover. Her dad. dad. (laughs) Or her father figure, I think. Or maybe it's that song Father Figure and it's I will be your father figure. Put Put your your tiny hand hand in mine. I will be your preacher teacher. Anyway, okay, so her father figure is dying um, and he needs a liver. Lo and behold, doesn't have an SS number, doesn't have any insurance, and so she... yeah, these people are like off the grid, sorry. Yeah, they are off the grid mechanics. What a blessing, right? Live free or die yeah. is their mantra, they You say. think they voted for Trump? Uh, One hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, these Although people they, voted for they Trump. they can't because they don't have social security cards. Uh-huh. So uh, you're right. Yeah, but they can because they're white. 
<laughs> That's true, actually. Part of that three million illegal votes. Yeah. It's these people. Yeah. You know most illegal votes are Republicans. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You don't hear that fact, do you? <laughs> I, I kind of had a... This book kind of had a weird dynamic for me because off-the-gridders are typically, like, insane conspiracy theory, super conservative, like, wackadoos. Also preppers. Yeah, preppers type of people, yes. And I was like, they're kind of like the heroes of this comic, though, which was an interesting dynamic to me. That was my, so that was my question when I was reading it. The theme is like, fuck the government, live free Mm -hmm. or die, don't tread on me kind of stuff. So do you think this was written for people who agree with that? Or are we supposed to be swayed into that kind of thinking? Um, Because honestly, when I was reading it, I just thought like, dude should have gotten a social security card and got Medicaid. Yeah, it's a whole lot easier. Yeah, totally. All he needed to do is work the burger job. But was this, do you think this comic was written for people like that? I think people are fascinated with, like, their idea of what the Midwest is. And I I think you're starting to see a lot more characters like this that are, like, podunk, off Mm -hmm. the grid, living on, like, a compound that's, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. redneck land. And they, like, own the... That's whole, a good whole point. Spiel. Yeah. They've got like the local market that's like them and it's owned like the mob. They could build their own car. I'm pretty sure yeah. everyone on the coast just thinks that we all have bomb shelters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you I, don't? I wish. So, I really <laughs> wish we had one. So I don't I don't think that we're supposed to feel, I guess, for them mm-hmm. necessarily, but more that it's interesting to get a glimpse into this type of person. Okay. So she's like an anti-hero. Yeah, I think she's gonna end up being kind of an anti-hero. Which so, is how all preppers and right. anti-government people see themselves. See themselves, yeah. They definitely see... And, and I'll be honest, when Doomsday comes, I'm going to wish I knew more. <laughs> Every time yeah. Sarah's come on the podcast, we've had an anti-hero <laughs> book. Oh. Maybe that's because I'm the anti-hero <laughs> yeah. of this. So you're the <laughs> killing snails and not... Yeah, there's a lot of things that. I would go to you for, but I'm not going to go... In the apocalypse, I'm not going to Okay, you. I need to um, correct the record. I didn't throw that snail into this. I actually ate it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. A little escargot. Did yes. you gain its power and knowledge? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did like about <laughs> this book... Okay, <laughs> blow off my question. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? Did, Did you, you gain, gain the snail's power, power and knowledge? knowledge? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was its dying thought? Its dying thought was, what's that giant meteor coming towards me? <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit! Yeah. Size and then it seven. Thought, it thought, I wish I had prepped for this. <laughs> oh. And I wish I had listened to Snail Trump. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned. <laughs> He's the biggest snail I've heard. Snail Trump. Um, one, so another <laughs> snail sits on his head. Yeah. <laughs> little wavy snail Waving hair. In there. Mm-hmm. One thing I did love about this book is that they say pecker in the first five Ooh. frames. So I thought this was going to be like, oh, okay. Um, and I love the way that the illustrator draws faces in this um it's called Com- a comic book. Comic <laughs> 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 book with pictures. Um, issue, mm-hmm. um, but his but the guy's blowjob face is gross Let me on see the that. first page. Oh, on the first and it looks oh, just like it's old not, Jim Carrey. It's not a blowjob. He's eating ass. Oh, that's true. Okay, yes, you're right. He's eating ass. He looks just like old Jim Carrey. He's making a balloon knot with his index finger yes. and thumb. That dude's and never eaten ass. Never. And then the the blonde villain also looks like Jim Carrey. From The Mask. This guy fucking loves Jim Carrey. Yeah. Let me show you. And he loves Rockabilly. This guy. Somebody stop her. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she builds a tank car 
she built basically it's the theme of or it's the death proof yeah. uh, car. Yeah. And she tries to ram some people for millions of dollars, but oopsie, she froze the money. And what's she gonna do? She rescues a bunch of people enslaved in the back of a semi truck. We've kind of toyed around with this comic book, but I fucking love this comic book. Even though no, it, I think it, it's obvious from our conversation that we loved this. But the one thing that really threw me for a loop is this is weirdly pro-Trump. It it feels like a weird like anti-government. It feels um, anti-government. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's pro-Trump at all. Anti-government mixed with car chased yeah. heist caper with a side of Mister Free Super Technology. Mm-hmm. Like what is the formula that they're working with to like make the next issues? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we got to solve a bunch of stuff, right? We got to solve. Are we going to get a liver? How are we going to rescue all these people in the back of the semi truck? What's Mister Freeze going to do now that he's mad? Korean Joe's upset because his all's money's frozen. Yeah, so we she's got a lot of currently loosens. bleeding. She's shot. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to figure that out. So that could take ten issues alone. But you're right. Are we going to root for her and her uh, backwards ways? No. Civilize yourself. <laughs> Pay your taxes. How do you think roads are made? They don't grow on trees. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I one one thing that I'll I'll mention that I loved artistically about this was when she opens the back of the semi and finds all like the people inside being trafficked. The emotion in the way that they drew the c- shock of color and her like exaggerated expression. It was just like like I was like, what's on the next fucking page is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like hoping it wasn't just like to be continued and like you didn't know what it was. They did that a lot. The, the artwork in this was... Whew. One thing I was going to say is she does look more realistic than a lot of... Women we'll see in the other comic book we're going to review. Yes, traditionally drawn <laughs> women. Like when she leans over, she has a role like normal women uh, do. It's disgusting. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Rick Remender is a pretty renowned author who's done some great books. We love Tokyo Ghost. Mm-hmm. We've loved other things he's done. Tokyo um, Ghost didn't take off the way I wanted it to take off. No, it really didn't. It didn't catch fire with people, which sucks. Because it was he, a cool story. He did Low. Low was really rad. That one kind of stuck around. Yeah. Yeah, he always works with really rad artists, yep. too. If, so. you, if you happen to pick this one up and you like it, go back and read his other stuff because you'll like all of it. It's, it's not all set in. Like, there's some super sci-fi ones, some super based in reality, some in between. Dude knows find how to write you, a yeah, book. Find what you like from him and read it. Mm-hmm. Well, bless this mess that is Avengers number one by Jason Aaron, Ed McGinnis, Mike Morales, and David Curiel. Hey, Jason. I'm just yelling because Jason Aaron lives in our city. Mm-hmm. Anybody that cares. He's always maybe. within an earshot. <laughs> Let's go find him. I asked him where he lived last con. You asked him where he lived? You're a creep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if you don't know, Jason Aaron's like the most... Famous comic book writer there is right now. And the biggest and Budget sweetheart. King walked up to him and was just like, hi, where do you live? How far away from the hen house are you? <laughs> I hadn't That's thought about it being Village creepy. Is, so that, put it in the is that where you shop? Is that where you get your Ritz crackers? <laughs> he, was, he answered it, so he was really nice about it. Yeah, he probably gets it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever met someone you thought was really cool and then like overthought a question to ask them? Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Who was it? This should have been our question like I remember, another episode. Yeah, I remember uh, meeting Kim Deal from the Pixies and the Breeders. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then... Which you're coming. They just announced. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've am i got tickets to that. Uh, but I was just like, 
I have a twin too. Um, and she was like, cool. And then uh, I was just like, so like Kelly, her twin's name's Kelly. And I was like, so Kelly has like that like pretty cool like side project. Too bad that never like really took off. And she was like, yeah, that is too bad. <laughs> I was just like trying to think of the most obscure thing I could related to her. and to like, impress her. And like say it to her to impress her. So your blood type is O negative. What's mm-hmm. that like? <laughs> My first job at McDonald's, and I lied about having applied. I just showed up and said, "I'm here for my interview." They, inter- <laughs> Are you they, inter- they interviewed me and started me that day. Wow. I watched training videos that day. You were impressive. <laughs> and I worked for two weeks, got enough money to go to uh, to get my cousin to drive me to Chicago. Took took my twin sister, and we went to the Metro in Chicago and saw the the breeders. That's a dope story. Bratmobile opened for him. You remember Bratmobile? Oh, fuck yes, I do. <laughs> uh, Imperial Teen, too, was like another band that I loved. They played this like punk rock show and it was like so fucking awesome. But I was like mortified like the whole 10 hour drive back to Kansas City. I was just like, why the fuck did you talk to her, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> stupid, <laughs> You're stupid, a fucking stupid. loser. Now she's never going to marry you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Avengers number one. <laughs> All right. So this book starts one million <laughs> years ago in, no a, joke. in a pre in like a prequel build up story with a bunch of characters that are like vaguely familiar. Yeah. Do you guys remember this? If you know the Marvel Universe, we got teased this somewhere, didn't we? Marvel Legacy. Marvel Legacy. That's and what it was from. Five of and it told podcast. us that in a box. Asterisk. That's episode five of this podcast. Yeah. How do you remember that? <laughs> I looked it up earlier. Okay. <laughs> That was an asterisk. I'm the rain man of I this was, podcast. I was like, I knew that there was some sort of like primordial like hero being somewhere in, in the Marvel universe, but I couldn't remember from where. Okay. So like there's a there's like an Odin type character. There's a Phoenix type character from X-Men, Jean Grey. Um, there's like a weird uh Hulk character. There's Ghost Rider who rides a mammoth. Fuck yeah. That's on like fully engulfed in flames. Mm-hmm. Kind of hate that, but okay. You hated that? It what was... do you hate? Fun? The mammoth is the slowest moving animal he could have chosen. When it's on fire, but it runs really fucking <laughs> How fast. How fast do you know a mammoth is? L- look at it. Look at that, and then he could have chose a saber-toothed tiger, maybe, any kind of... Maybe type. its gear is always stampede. It might fly. <laughs> and I also don't think saber-toothed tigers or mammoths were around a million years ago. But um, and that's my one qualm with this book. <laughs> but the Black Panther was. <laughs> but the Black Panther was. So Black Panther's in this too. And then there was another character that I'm not sure who the hell that's a reference Doctor to. Doctor Strange. It's like the original yeah, Doctor Strange. Iron Fist. Green Who's this thing? girl? That's Iron Fist. That's Iron Fist. Who the F is that? You don't know who Iron Fist is? Oh, that was let such just, a condescending let question. Let me just start this by saying, so Mike dropped off these comics, comics tonight and... Uh, he was talking about the Avengers, and I said, oh, I've seen all of the Avengers movie. That's oh. wrong. I saw Captain America Civil War once. Oh, okay. So Why was, did you lie to me? Because I didn't realize. I just that. wanted to be cool to the comic book guys. <laughs> this was her breeder's moment. I was like, wait, I literally Googled, which movie is Ant-Man in? That's what I remembered. And it was Captain America Civil War. Wait, you know what's perfect? basically what's perfect about Red, this? That's it. What's perfect about this no is this is this is Marvel's fresh start. So we got a fresh start candidate right here, and we're seeing if it works or if it doesn't. I would love to hear your fresh take on whatever this was. 
Um, I'll just say really quickly, just to like wrap up an intro, and then like let's get dive sure. into this yeah, thing yeah. more. So the the main point of this book is to kind of bring Marvel back to basics. So we're getting a lot of the classic heroes. You know, Thor's been a woman for a while, and Iron Man's been African American woman for a while. Yada yada yada. Now we've got the classic heroes back. Captain America classic is back. Uh, Tony Stark is Iron Man again. Thor is. Thor Odin's son again. So we've got all of our um, white men that we know and love <laughs> back uh, helming the, uh, the Avengers. Yeah. yeah, finally. All that diversity was making me I can, sick. I can rest easy. So um, they're kind of like, they find themselves in a bar. They appear as if like they're washed up and they decide, hey, we've got to commit ourselves to coming, going back to what we're supposed to do and be the Avengers again. And meanwhile, throughout the comic book, we get little blips of characters who are going to ultimately end up in this new Avengers team, and we're seeing what they're up to in the world, and then some other havoc ensues on Earth. That's a big F&D that'll uh, carry us through the first story arc, at least. <laughs> um, big F&D. I, I really want to know, reading this, I was confused through a decent amount mm. of it. It seemed more like what was supposed to be like a fresh start was more of like a rehash for old fans so i think you're right but i think they had these elements of like we're gonna rehash these weird things but, tony tony stark was in a coma but also make it an easy yeah, access point. thor lost um mm-hmm. i can't ever say that mia or whatever it's called <laughs> yeah molnir molnir there we go uh mia more he also Moore. just wears his gear to the bar like it's no big deal it's his clothes yeah, but, like, it's also, like, <laughs> gladiator gear. No, I, this is a great point about Thor, because Thor always walks around in this stuff, but it's like, you've been With one a of... a big-ass hammer! You've been one of Earth's heroes for so long. Like, put on a t-shirt That's every a once point. in a while, right? He put has on a gold t-shirt yeah. and jeans. Put on a snug v-neck and just shut the Put on a snuggie. Up. I would love to see him in some cut-off jorts. <laughs> also, did you guys realize mm. the bar they were at is called Aaron's, which is also the author's name? I did notice that. On modern day Earth, when we're meeting all of our new Avengers, huge portals open up in the sky and just massive robot men fall out of them and they're all dead and they just like collapse to the Earth and they like destroy parts of London and who cares, right? Cities <laughs> cities are in destruction. Hey, that's what you get for Brexit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you had it coming. Shots fired. All, all you old dead people who voted for Brexit. <laughs> You're only a couple of months away anyway. So. Sorry, not Sa- enough bangers and masks. Sorry, hashtag you. Theresa May. <laughs> Saved you some suffering. <laughs> sorry, radio couldn't get you out of that one. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so uh, are we supposed to feel sorry for these giant... Androids that are falling from the sky, or we just uh, like, fuck you. You're big supposed robots. to be scared. I thought you would be relieved. Well, no, the Celestials are like these unkillable mm-hmm. beings, mm-hmm. and they're kind of dicks. They destroy worlds. Like, there's no getting around it. But if these things that we see at the end of the book are killing these creatures with no real problem, then no. we yeah. have reached a point where. That's why that's, the stakes are supposed to be super high. Right. That's why they need to get the band back together is because... Yeah. So they, so this is... Therein lies the problem of Avengers. The thing they're going to fight is the unkillable world killers. The thing that kills the unkillable world killers is what the Avengers are going to fight. Yeah, like, this is cranked up to 11. Yeah. yeah. The Come Avengers on. are just like three dudes. Part of what I was thinking was like, Thor is a god who can fly through the air. Tony Stark's a super genius 
who has like a robot suit with like all these built-in powers and things. Captain America's old. Captain America's like an old guy who's like kind of strong and can jump high. Thank you. Like, what's he going to do? Like, throw his shield at somebody? Also, Always. you guys, I didn't realize He's this was about five minutes ago. That was Steve. Yeah. They kept saying Steve. I'm yeah. like, who the fuck is Steve? <laughs> when he says Steve. Because they kept saying Hydra Cap. Cap. I'm like, oh, cool. Captain America. Steve. Mike, as a big She-Hulk fan, mm-hmm. did you get served up some goodies? She was way underserved in this book, and that is a bad precedent for me going forward. She's one of the most complex characters, especially women characters, that Marvel has, and given that she's like a super buff green monster, she's one of the least over-sexualized characters, at least recently, and I'm like, give her some fucking time to lead or kill things. Be a badass. She's such a token woman for for the Avengers. Yes, and she gets like catcalled in Manhattan where they're like, oh, it's dangerous in here. I... None of us could afford to live in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> Only Budget King's dad could live in Manhattan. <laughs> Even then. Oh, this is where we find out Budget King's dad's a rich guy. Rich boy BK. <laughs> it just felt like... <laughs> it just felt like... This doesn't feel like like actual life in Manhattan. Like People are just yelling at you like the streets aren't safe. Let me... Yeah. No, dude. Also, she doesn't react. That's stupid for her to be like, oh, I got to keep it cool. Mm-hmm. Well, she, yeah, she, she's kind of, con- she's trying to control the Hulk. I understand her. that that needed to be shown. Yeah. But she should have. She could have put- just said, fuck you, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thrown her cell phone at his face until it whacked him. And she'll be like, I'll just buy another one, bitch. <laughs> what she should have done is hulked out, ripped his dick off and ate it. And then said to, to the person reading the comic book, like a little meta shit. Mm-hmm. I like- didn't have to hulk out. But I, well, I chose to. Sarah's doing the smoking uh, Ooh. gesture now. <laughs> Time. Yeah. I want to see some greased up pecs. Yep. I want to see some tight buns. <laughs> I want to see some long wings. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I... <laughs> long wings. Do you want to see them flaccid or hard? My fiance oh. told me it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I got that line, too. <laughs> I want to see it all, baby, wings. a rainbow of... Male body parts. I do. We, we I do want to see more I've dicks been, in movies. I've so seen I have to be tits on screen for decades. Um, com- or this comic came out after the movie. So mm. the do like the illustrators? Weeks. Yeah. So do the illustrators see the movie? What I'm asking is, do the looks of the actors portraying? the characters play any role into how they're portrayed into the comic? That's a great and question. Therein lies my point. Yeah. I think they very strongly are starting to drive the comics because the movies are so popular. Because, so, Tony Stark doesn't look that much. I mean, he looks a bit like... Mm-hmm. Which um, has changed. They changed him to look more like... But... Robert yeah. But, um, what's his face? Chris uh, Evans? Yes, looks like... What's his face? Thor. Yeah. And a uh, new guy whose <laughs> no, contract no. is going getting Captain up. America. Yeah. Captain America. You're totally right. And that honestly bothers the fuck out of me. So so is that how it's always been, or is that just something new that's happening? Because I know Avengers is like the most popular so bef- thing. So before the movie started, um, I would call Iron Man kind of a B-lister. Yeah, like he absolutely. W- he wasn't you even mean that, in the comics? Yeah, he wasn't even that popular of a character. This is 10 years ago. They just had, Marvel had sold the rights to all of its good characters for film, 
So Iron Man was just like, well, let's give him a movie. Think about this. Ten years ago, Sony got offered, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it's something to the effect of, like, all of Marvel for, like, maybe 50 million, 100 million. And they're like, no, we just want Spider-Man for 15 <gasps> million. Whoa. And then, because they're like, that's the only one we think we can sell. Mm-hmm. And then they and then they missed out on everything else. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten years ago, the, like, after Spider-Man, I think the most popular Marvel character was easily the Hulk. And now I'd say the Hulk is probably one of the least popular characters. Absolutely. So when did all these other characters come into, like, popularity? The movies. I think, yeah. When Iron Man got made into a movie... And then they're like, "Oh yeah, Ozzy wrote a song about this," mm-hmm. and uh, and Iron Man, um, RDJ just killed it. He d- he really did a great job yeah, acting, right. and those movies are really good. Right, I love Jason Aaron, as do I, because <laughs> I asked where he lived. He's yeah. like really fucking nice, and he writes great comic books. He this, does. This, honestly, this is like when your boss comes to you and they go, we have a grant proposal and it's due in 48 hours and we really need this money so I'm going to need the best you that you can be. Um, Just make it work. And we need, I mentioned that we need that money. So do it and also do everything else you do. But keep your brand. I feel bad for Jason Aaron because he's Papa Comics and they make him be the like, father of all flagship things now at Marvel. Star and Wars. They throw him the most complicated things and they're like, spit out something that everyone's gonna love. Mm, like, yeah. please everyone with mm-hmm. everything you do and also it's gonna be very hard to write. Okay, so I'm just finding out <laughs> now that he is from our town and from like 12 miles from here. Mm-hmm. That makes me love this all the more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know where he gets his Fucking cream cheese from. <laughs> yeah. What do you think his favorite barbecue like, barbecue spot is? Oklahoma Joe's. Okay, God, Joe's. That's for such sure. a diss. No, he buys, <laughs> he definitely buys a uh, gates. 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 No, no he does nah, not. He lives, he's a connoisseur. He, he lives, probably knows he, too. Is the good stuff. Gates. You know no. what he does? He probably just like Slaps. he goes to fucking OK Joe's. Probably. He, if he goes out, he goes there. So much inside Kansas City stuff in this episode. I'd love it if he like doesn't. You get a even... peek into BK's <laughs> life. I would love it if one day he came up behind me at Trader Joe's on 95th and Ward Parkway and just goes. Dee, dee, dee. <laughs> Excuse me, did you talk about me in a podcast? Did you dock me? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's you. <laughs> Can I be honest with you guys? Please do. I'm talking to our first time listeners. I'm talking to our longtime listeners. We fucking killed it this episode. You guys are lucky as fuck to be listening to this free podcast right now. We f- nailed it. We murdered it. For, first, the first itsy bitsy teeny weeny seconds of the intro song to the last ootsie dootsie outros of the end of it, okay? The whole fucking thing was solid gold. We're all statues standing at the podium of life, and we're at the very top of it, baby, singing our song, send our anthem into the clouds. First Issue Club, standing tall. And so, this has been First Issue Club. We are recorded at Kansas City's NPR affiliate, KCUR Studios. We are part of Fountain City Frequency, 
family of podcasts. We're so proud of it. We're produced by Matt Hodap. And our music is from Primary Colors Music, if you didn't know. Also, from Kansas City. Yeah, they're from Kansas City. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you could say that. No, I was kind of on a roll here. Um, <laughs> also, social media. We got it. At First Issue Club. Pretty intuitive. You can find it. It's beautiful. Follow us there. Um, would you guys like to say goodbye? I would. Okay. Hello, Mike. Oh, hello, Father Time. Yes, there's two things in life that you have to do. You must pay your taxes and die, and now I'm going to ring that bell for you. Death has come to you. Oh, no. Well, I guess I'll just have to say, today, tomorrow, and bury me in Herald Square. Oh, Mike, you spent your last words on Earth singing a musical, you dumb fuck. You deserve to die, and I'm so glad you're dying now. I don't know how I'm supposed to take that goodbye. It seems very pointed at me. Um, yeah, wait, was that towards Mike? Well, he said Mike. And oh, I meant took, to say Budget King. And then, no, no, he also, <laughs> you he also, broke your own he also took a shot at musicals, which I like, which seems like a very Mike characteristic of your character that you made up in your little role play. Huh. <laughs> your little make em up. Shots fired. It wasn't a role play. I'm dead. I'm ghost sexing. I think First Issue Club is about to experience its own Brexit. <laughs> I think we need to fight more on this podcast. Yeah, I, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to... <coughs> Good Lord. I can't, I can't make myself burp. Don't throw up. I know I'm not going to, but I am always going to. Uh, this is Sarah Rendo and Stimpy just saying goodbye. Get back! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is Greg Lichtai signing off. I'll be boring. Mrs. Mike's molars. And I'm going <laughs> a minute. all the way from the back of Mike's mouth. And we just wanted to say goodbye. All four of us. Yeah. So, good night. Goodbye. Bye. I'll see you. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Tiny left molar on the bottom side? I, I didn't hear a goodbye from you. Yeah, I'll say goodbye too. I'll see everybody later. Bye. <laughs> I love you. Oh, you too. <laughs> They're so sweet. Yeah, I have the sweetest teeth. I have a sweet tooth. <laughs> you got a sweet tooth. <laughs> I wish that was. Leave sorry. it in. Leave it in, Matt. <laughs> He's got a sweet tooth. I had the pee so bad. Bye.